Welcome back to Replay Mondays. This week's Replay Monday video is whatever you lean into. You can find the verses for it right here. Grab your coffee, grab something to write on, and let's watch Replay Mondays. Now, I need to give you I need to give you a little bit of scripture. I need to give you some words today to chew on. Um, I need to, God is elevating us to the next level. It is a brand new season in our life. He's burning up the chaff. He's just, come on, Holy Spirit. I'm not going to say anything that God doesn't want me to say. He has elevated us to a new season. And so I need to give you some instructions today. God gave me some instructions for you today. We're still in Ephesians. We're still in Ephesians 5, right? And I want to give you this today. We're still breaking this down. We're still dealing with this. We talked about the importance of the Holy Spirit. We've talked about the fact that he redeemed the time, right? And so I need to get into Ephesians 5 and 18. It says walking in the light means, you know, we're talking about and do not be drunk with wine in which is dissipation, but be filled with the spirit. And we talked about being filled with the spirit. So I need to talk about the part of this and do not be drunk with wine, right? And I need you to metaphorically understand here that even though we're focused on wine, this wine could be whatever it is we're leaning into. Whatever it is we're leaning into, whatever it is that we have put in the position of Christ, whatever it is we have put in, y'all, I'm expecting your testimony. I keep, your name keeps coming up. I keep seeing your face. I'm expecting your testimony, y'all. I can't wait to hear your testimony. I can't wait till you share with me your testimony. Um, and so I want to talk about not being drunk with new wine. I need you to give me just a position. Hey, Instagram, it may close out. If it close out in a few minutes, I'll start it back over. But I need you to get, I need you to understand when, when he's saying here, when he's writing to us and he's saying to here, I need you to not, don't be drunk with wine, but we are to be filled with the spirit. Paul is very specific here. He's saying we need to be constantly filled with the spirit that we are to be filled with the Holy spirit at all times. And so we talked about the feelings of the Holy spirit yesterday. So I want to talk to you what it means about to be to be drunk with wine, right? Um, and it's a contrast, right? There's a contrast to being filled with the Holy Spirit, right? Is being drunk. Like if we, the, the carnal contrast, like to being filled with the Holy Spirit is being drunk, but the Bible condemns drunkenness without reservation. The, um, the good, the Bible, the Bible condemns drunkenness. And Paul says, okay, we don't have time to be drunk. We don't, we're not going to be drunk, right? God doesn't want you to be drunk. He wants you to be filled with the Holy spirit, right? And he uses the word, um, dis dissipation. And when we say dissipation, we're talking about putting our energy and putting our resources towards something that is not going to yield result, putting our resources towards something that is not going to real the result. And so when Paul is saying to this, that 
drunkenness or anything else um, and is a waste of resources and that we need to be did it. Yeah. Today's devotional is titled whatever you lean into. It's titled whatever you lean into, whatever you lean into. If you are not leaning into the things of God, if you're not leaning into God, if you're not leaning into Jesus, if you're not leaning into the Holy Spirit, whatever you lean into is what you become dependent on. Whatever you lean into, whatever you lean into is what you become dependent upon. And so Paul is saying here, do not waste your resources. Do not waste your time on anything. It's a trap, right? It's a trap and it could be alcohol, whatever we lean into, whatever we're leaning into. And I'm going to give you a definition for lean Proverbs 21. It says wine is a mocker. Strong drink is raging and whosoever is deceived thereby is not wise, right? And so let me give you a definition of lean. I want to give you an adjective of lean. When we see lean as an adjective, it's, it's telling you that it's going to offer you just a little bit of reward. It's just going to offer you a little bit of substance and nourishment. If you're leaning into whatever you're leaning into is only going to give you what you need for just a little bit. It's only going to give you what you leave just for a little bit. It's not, it's not, it's scarce. It's sparse. It's not strong. It's not strengthened. It's not created to strengthen you. So anything that you lean into, if you lean into alcohol, if you lean into sex, if you lean into drugs, if you lean into friends, if you lean into your emotions, whatever you lean into, right? It's only going to give you a little reward. It's only going to give you a little substance. It's only going to give you a little bit of what you need. It wasn't created to give you what you need. It's, it's, it's sparse. It's scarcity. The, the support for it is not strong enough. It's going to bend. It's going to break. It's going to give away, right? And so when we look at lean, we're deviating. We're bending from the vertical position. This is the vertical position that we are in. Well, when we leaned, we bend. And whatever we bend towards becomes our God. My God, like whatever we bend towards, it becomes our God. And so if we're not bending towards God, if we're not leaning towards God, right? Yeah, they do. They even call, they even call the drug lean, right? They don't even realize what they're leaning to. So they're inclined. We're bending from vertical position. We're casting one's weight to one side for support, right? Where usually this happens when we're tired, we're overwhelmed, we're consumed. When we don't understand what's going on around us, we begin to lean. Well, whatever you lean into becomes your God, right? Whatever you lean into, whatever you incline to. But remember as an adjective, this leaning, if it is not the Holy Spirit, if it is not God Almighty, when we lean into it, it is only um, sent to temporarily support you. Can I tell you something? This is why when you are single, right? God kept showing me this. It is best for you not to have sex before marriage because when you do, you're unclear. Sex has you leaning into the relationship when it may not even be a relationship for you. May not even be, see those type of things will have you leaning in a direction that you, sex clouds the things, it gets cloudy for you, right? And so it'll cause you to lean, it'll cause you to bend if the relationship is based or predicated on sex, then you don't even know if your feelings are really, really real. So you cannot lean, you can't afford to lean in that direction. Um, you cannot afford to lean emotionally. 
Um, many of us are so many of us are led by our emotions. We emotionalize everything. We allow our emotions or our feelings, um, to lean us in a particular directions. Emotions are a biological state associated with your nervous system, right? It has to do with your neuropsychological changes within your nervous systems. This is your thoughts, your feelings, your behavioral responses, right? Um, it's either going to bring you a part of pleasure or it's going to bring you a part of displeasure, right? And so often we lean into our emotions and when we lean into our emotions, it is our emotions that determines what's next, right? Our emotions, when we allow our emotions to lean us, to guide us, to make the decisions for us, we don't even realize what our emotions are doing because they are a psychological response that is, re that is, that is responding to the pressure. It's responding to the pressure or it's responding to the depression or it's responding to the spirit or it's responding to the circumstance or it's responding to the marriage. It's responding to the dysfunction. It's responding to the pride. It's responding to that. Our emotions, our neuropsychological response to the circumstance is leaning our emotions into a direction, into a feeling. And so when we are guided by feelings, Feelings, then we will lean. We will take support upon something that has absolutely nothing to do with God. It can seem godly, but be absolutely not godly at all. It can seem godly, but not be absolutely not godly at all, right? It could seem a way seems right to a man, right? It's a way that seems right to a man. And God is saying to us, trust not, trust, trust, trust. I need you to trust me, right? I trust the Lord God with all your heart. Lean not into your own understanding, all your ways, acknowledge him you, and, and he's going to direct your path. And so Paul is saying here that the leaning, anytime we're leaning into our emotions, anytime we're leaning into anything else that is not God or Holy Spirit, that is a waste of time, that it is a waste of our resources, that it's a trap that it's a trap, that we are caught up in a trap, right? And so anytime we're in this danger, there's a danger in drunkenness. There's a danger in this, right? There's there's a danger in leaning towards alcohol. There's a danger in leaning towards marijuana. There's a danger even in leaning towards your friend who may not have the godly counsel for you. There's a danger in the lean. <laughs> There, there's a danger. And so you got to ask yourself and ask the Holy Spirit, what have my emotions been leading me into? Because my emotions will lead me into a feeling, right? And a feeling is a basic physical sense. It's not a spiritual sense. They're physical sense, right? They're a sensation. They're generalized. They're a consciousness, but they're in your physical sense. Feelings are very physical. They're based on very physical responses. They are not spiritual. A lot of times they are not what the word says. And people say, well, I felt some kind of way. No, I need you to spirit. I need you to receive it in your spirit. I need the Holy Spirit. That's why Paul is saying here, I need you to be led by the Holy Spirit. You got to be filled with the Holy Spirit, right? He's telling you like alcohol in the natural sense, alcohol is a depressant, right? And so what it does is it loosens you, um, and, but it, 
and it and it loses your ability to be in self-control right and so when you use alcohol and this is not just for alcohol this is for whatever you lean into remember i said leaning is a temporary stance it's a temporary position it doesn't have enough to support you anything that you lean into that is not the holy spirit and not god has nothing does not have a right to support you right and so this is what it does anything that you lean into acts just like alcohol does it's a depressant right you lose self-control you lose wisdom you lose balance and you lose judgment come on holy spirit thank you for this right you lose bit you lose it's gonna lead and it's gonna lead you into depression you lose self-control you lose wisdom you lose use lose balance and you, you lose judgment the holy spirit which is what we're supposed to be leading into give you the acts exactly opposite effect the holy spirit is a stimulant and with the holy spirit you're gonna get wisdom <laughs> you're gonna get balance you're going to get judgment and you're going to operate in self-control. So the only thing that we need to lean into is the Holy Spirit. That's it. That's There's nothing else. There's no other structure. There's no other dependency. The only thing that we are to lean into, the only thing we need to lean into is, a, is the Holy Spirit. Anything else we lean into was not created, does not qualify, will not support you. It's going to lean you into lack of self-control, lack of wisdom, lack of balance, and lack of judgment. This is why you cannot allow your emotions to rule. Your emotions cannot rule a situation. Your emotions cannot guide the situation. You have got to allow the Holy Spirit. So let me give you some scriptures about seeking. Because when I say, when we're talking about this, we're talking about seeking the Lord. We need to learn to seek the Lord more. When a circumstance or a situation comes up, you need to seek the face of the Lord. You need to seek him for understanding. You need to get him. So let me give you some scriptures about seeking God. Matthew 6 and 33, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. And all these things will be given to you as well. Seek him, seek God, nothing else matters. Seek God, seek God, seek God. And you're going to find him. If you get in a head, heart, fast course of seeking him. If you'll set aside whatever you've been leaning on, if you're in a crossword, with you, if you don't know if this is the right relationship, or if you're in a crossword and you don't know if this is the right position for you to take, or you're in a crossword and you're trying to understand what to do about your, your marriage, you all got emotions. Even when you say you don't have emotions, you have emotions. You're just trying to keep yourself from releasing the emotions, which means you're hardened and your heart is hardened, which is still an emotion. You still got emotion. So seek God and you're going to find him. Deuteronomy 4 and 29. But if from there you seek the Lord your God, you will find him if you seek him with all your heart and with all your soul. Seek God regardless of the situation. I, I, it's hard. And most of us have been used to leaning on other things. We've been used to leaning in other directions, but if we will begin to seek God with all our heart, he's going to, we're going to find him. That's what Deuteronomy. You're going to find him. He's in your presence. He's desiring a close relationship with you. And sometimes we miss God because we don't have enough room for him in our daily lives. You got to cut down on the busyness. You got to cut down on the busyness so that you can see God. 
Seek him regardless of the situation. I know it's hard when you're struggling. I know it's hard when you're overwhelmed. But all if you can ask him for is mercy and lay on your face on him. Seek him regardless of the situation. Hezekiah prayed for them saying, may the Lord who is good pardon everyone. Pardon, give forgiveness to everyone who sets their heart on seeking God, the Lord, the God of their ancestors, even if they are not clean according to the rules of the sanctuary, even if they are not perfect, Lord, and the Lord hasn't heard Hezekiah and healed the people. So seek God. Don't wait till right timing. Seek God, whether the timing is right. Seek God in season and out of season, right? And then there's healing and grace and mercy for the for you regardless of your life or situation see God because he's looking for you the Lord thy God is looking for you he will go after the one Psalms 14 and 2 the Lord looks down from heaven on all mankind to see if there are any who understand any who seek God seek God seek God seek God with all your being Psalm 63 and 1 you God are my God earnestly I seek you I thirst for you my whole being longs for you in a dry and parched land where there is no water, right? Don't be passive. Don't be lukewarm. Seek after God. You ain't even got to put no pressure on nobody else. If nobody around you is seeking after God, you seek God first, right? You keep seek, seek God and don't wait on him to get your attention. Don't wait on God to get your attention. Don't wait on something to go bad to see God. Begin a, a daily practice of seeking God, right? Right? Psalm 78, 34 says, whenever God slew them, they would seek him. They eagerly turned to him again. Don't wait till something goes wrong to seek God. Seven, seek God because he's arranged for you to do so. God has put it in position where you could become, come before us no matter what. Acts 17, 27 and 28. God did this so that they would seek him and perhaps reach out for him and find him. Though he is not far from any of us, for in him we live and move and have our being. As some of your own poets have said, we are his offspring. Your daddy is looking for you. Your daddy is looking for you. Your daddy is looking for you. He does not care what you've done. Your daddy is looking for you. Your, his grace is sufficient for you. I told you, see God, even when you don't feel like it, when you don't have the capacity to, your sin nature will tell you to lean on something else. That's what your sin nature is gonna do. It's going to tell you to seek your own pleasures. It's going to tell you to pull away. You got to resist that, right? You got to resist that. There, Romans 3, 10 and 11 says, there is no one righteous, not even one. There is no one who understands. There is no one who seeks God. You got to seek God even when your sin nature is telling you to pull away. Seek God because he's going to reward you. He is a rewarder. He is a rewarder of those who earnestly and diligently seek him. That's Hebrews eleven six. And then seek God so that you know what to do. <laughs> seek the counsel of the Lord. First Kings 22 and 5 said, but Jehoshaphat also said to the king of Israel, first seek the counsel of the Lord. And this is the scripture that just kept coming to me this morning. Proverbs 8 and 35, for those who find me, find life and receive favor from the Lord. When you seek him and you find him, guess what? You're going to find life and you're going to receive favor from the Lord. So seek, seek ye first the kingdom of heaven. Seek God out. Seek the counsel of God. Seek the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. Let the Holy Spirit be absolutely everything that he's supposed to be to you. And watch the power of God manifest in your life. Please stay tuned for this week's announcements. 
Due to Pillow Talk, we have a modified schedule this week. The devotional will be only Tuesday through Thursday, but still at 6 a.m. We will not have Ladies Bible Study, nor will we have the prayer call. Our schedule will be back to normal next week, but still join us through our modified times this week. Hope to see you. Lakeisha M. Johnson, also known as LMJ, is an evangelist, teacher, entrepreneur, mentor, author, trainer, and community advocate. She is the founder of LMJ Ministries and CEO of LMJ Inked, a printing, publishing, and consulting firm. Lakeisha self-published her first book in April 2019, entitled The Launch, a book for anyone who wants to start anything. She is the host of Coffee and Conversations, a digital interactive daily devotional on 11 podcast outlets, including Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Facebook Live, YouTube, and Instagram. She's been heard in over 40 countries. She is the creator and host for Pillow Talk, an exclusive event created by women especially for women. Lakeisha is mission-minded. She is focused on serving God by serving others. If you had to describe her in one word, it would be tenacious. Lakeisha believes in order to impact our communities and make significant impact, a person should be actively engaged in service and or entrepreneurship and love. Lakeisha's famous quote is, Go be loved today. Ladies and gentlemen, Lakeisha M. John.